Welcome back to Just Fantasy Baseball. As it sounds, we're talking Just Fantasy Baseball. I'm joined by Clay Snowden. I'm Colby Olson. Last episode, we ran through the top 10 catcher rankings. This episode, we're going to be talking about all the rest of the guys. There's a lot of fun fun rookies on this list. We're going to be talking about guys to stay away from. And guys, we're definitely going to be targeting at their ADP. Um, Clay, how you doing, man? You ready to talk about catchers? Doing all right, man. Yeah, it, it's really an exciting group with a lot of depth that has has some intrigue and upside as well. Yeah, totally, man. I mean, so we left off at 10 um, talking about William Contreras and Sean Murphy. Um, so I think it's best just to start real quick and, and talk about kind of the guys that, that just missed the top 10. Um, so the guys that just missed the top 10 for us, we're going to talk about Tyler Stevenson. Um, we're going to talk about Kyber Ruiz, Gabriel Mourinho. Uh, Danny Jansen, those types of players, but I know you're a Reds fan. Um, so I would love to hear your take real quick on Tyler Stevenson. Um, you know, he kind of had an injury riddled season last year, but before he got hurt, he was amazing. Do you see um, him having a, another great season here after what we saw was a, in a small sample, really good. Yeah. And he was injured in the minors as well. And I wouldn't label him injury prone. The injuries last year, two of them, I believe came from collisions at the plate which is something they've tried to eliminate, right? And um, he's a great bat. I'm a little bit worried in terms of fantasy about the power. Um, even at Great American, he seems to spray a lot towards right field, more the right side of the infield. So I think he could do a high average for you, um, a, a good on base, and he, he will hit some home runs. My question is if he's going to be able to start pulling the ball more and impacting the baseball to a level that he can help you in the home run department. He does have first base eligibility and he will play first base some as well. That really doesn't help you much because he's, he would not be a good first baseman, but I thought, I thought it was worth mentioning as well. Sure. Um, To me, the Tyler Stevenson hype is blown way out of proportion on this list. I mean, he's going as the ninth catcher off the board right now above guys like William Contreras, Sean Murphy, Cal Raleigh, Danny Jansen, Yasmani Grandal. And I feel like people are really buying into what he did over a small sample last year where he struck out 26% of the time. He only walked 6% of the time, but he hit 319 on the back of a 409 BABIP, which is just crazy. I mean, that is not sustainable in any way. He had a 370 Woba, but his ex Woba was 318. Um, so like looking at his numbers last year, I don't think are really indicative of what he's going to put up this year. I'm not saying he's a bad player or that he's not, you know, a solid catcher, which he definitely is because in 2021, he hit 10 home runs over 132 games. He hit 286. I mean, that was a strong season, but again, he overperformed his ex-Woba in that year. So maybe there is something to this. I mean, he does play in, you know, the, you know, either first or second friendliest park in great American ballpark. Um, but I just think his price is really blown out of proportion right now. Yeah. And to me, it's okay. He's going to get every day at bats as long as he's healthy. That is a plus he's going to bat in the middle of the order in a lineup. That's not very good, which is a plus and a minus. Cause that lineup not being very good is, is the minus the pluses. He'll get more at bats than a lot of catchers will. 
you know, the ballpark, the playing time. And he has a really good bat. I could see why people are intrigued. I like him. I would not be mad if he was on my fantasy team. But the question I have for you is, okay, who would you want to have that's a everyday option, right? The other players down from that top 10 that we discussed, who are who are some of the players that, that you're lo- looking at? I know that there's a guy in Toronto you want to talk about. Yeah, yeah. So it's actually a guy that's being taken, you know, 70 to 80 slots below where Tyler Stevenson's being taken with more power upside. I think just as much average upside and in a better lineup who's going to be playing every day has shown that he can be healthy. Danny Jansen might be my favorite value play on the board right now. And, and you know, at a guy being taken at ADP 206. He could be a guy for me that I feel comfortable waiting until that draft position to take him as my number one catcher because then I can turn around behind him and take you know a high upside rookie um, or someone like that. But I know Danny Jansen's going to get a ton of playing time, right? Because Gabriel Moreno was traded to free up playing time for him and Alejandro Kirk. Um, Danny Jansen, I think, is a guy that people don't realize how good of a hitter he is i mean he had a 46 percent hard hit rate last year which ranks sixth among catchers his iso ranks second among catchers behind cal raleigh he had 15 home runs in just 72 games last year and the other crazy thing is right you're probably thinking wow well he had all those he had a high hard hit rate he's hitting for power like he probably strikes out a good amount too right no, he struck out less than 20% of the time. So that gives him average upside. You know, he's not going to hit 300, but if he hits 260 to 275 with, you know, if he's playing every day this year in Toronto, he had 15 home runs in 72 games last year. I think there's there's 20 to 25 home run potential here. And, and projections are showing the same thing. Projections have him anywhere between 20 and 23 home runs in about, you know, 420 to 500 plate appearances. If he puts up 500 plate appearances, I see no reason why he can't get to 23, 25 home runs. Yeah, and he's definitely a guy, if you want to go with a more of a depth option outside of the top 10 ranked catchers, he's one to target right? He he can absolutely destroy the ball. Now, there's some other everyday catchers that I think that we should should talk about. You know, your your Christian Vasquez, you, you mentioned Ruiz, but one that comes to my mind is Yasmani Grandal, who had a 68 WRC plus last year, complete disaster season, right? And he's getting up there in age and he's DHing a lot, right? Like what is there anything left in the tank for Yasmani Grandal, a guy who performed extremely well for several years, just like the White Sox, 2022 is a disaster for him. No, no, not only did he perform at his worst, he was coming off of what was one of the craziest hitting seasons I've ever seen. He he walked 23% of the time in 2021. He hit 23 home runs, which was his highest um total of his career no not the highest total of his career but the highest iso to, um of his career he didn't hit for a great average but you know those are elite stats over 375 plate appearances then he backs up with a 202 average last year with a 0.067 iso literally zero power in the tank for yasmani grandal last year and i think he was hurt um but for me i mean do I really still want to spend a top 250 pick on Yasmani Grandal when I really don't know what I'm going to get? I don't think so. I don't think so either. And, you know, if if someone takes a flyer on him, I, I think it's at least like worth a shot, especially if he starts following in your leagues, what whatever type of league you have. However, I'm going to stay away from him because 
as you and I always talk about, you know, we like to chase upside, right? And there's plenty of of rookie catchers that you can draft even lower than him that we think have more upside. Yeah, I mean, I'll bring up uh, the guy that was traded away from Toronto, Gabriel Moreno, because if you want to chase upside, I think this is the guy that you're going to go for at ADP 285. Um, he's ranked number six um, by just baseball's top 100 list by by from Aram. Um, the hit tool is not the question here. He hit 319 in 72 MLB plate appearances last year, an 11% strikeout rate over that time. Then in the minor leagues in AAA last year, 315 average, 16% strikeout rate. The hit tool is elite. He hits the ball on the ground a little bit too much to activate on the power. The hard hit rate wasn't that great at the MLB level last year, only 32%. Um, so like you're getting a guy that really could hit above 300. It's just a question of whether... Um, the power will will yield anything valuable. I I don't know yet, but at ADP 285, I think I feel comfortable, you know, he's still going to deliver value even if the power isn't there um, at that high average mark. And he'll probably be hitting on the upper half of that Diamondbacks lineup. Yeah, I mean, I I'm have my eyes all, all over him. And depending on how, how big your league is, there's a chance that, you know, he doesn't get drafted or he's kind of, on and off rosters and he's the type of guy that you put on your watch list directly after the draft if, if you're in a 10-man league or something and he he doesn't get selected um definitely a guy who i could see with the increased playing time really take off a couple other rookies who are who are looking to get some big increases in plate appearances Lo- logan ohoppy who came over in the trade um to or excuse me from um the phillies and to the Angels, that's a guy who we think is going to get a ton of at-bats. Yeah, so Logan Hoppy is an interesting one. I mean, I think I think the thing with a lot of these rookie catchers and the reason I like Moreno more than, you know, I'm just going to list them out, right? So you've given Moreno, who has the highest rookie available. Um, then Logan Hoppy, Bull Naylor, Andy Rodriguez, who we'll get into later, Luis Camposano and Francisco Alvarez. The reason I like Moreno so much, though, is because a lot of these guys do not have um, guaranteed playing time right now, right? The Angels came out and announced that Logan Hoppy is going to start in AAA. Um, you know, there's a lot of contentious feelings about that, whether they're, you know, doing some service time manipulation. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he probably really could use some seasoning in AAA. This was a guy that didn't, he didn't get any triple A time last year. He only played in double A. So as a 23 year old, yeah, he probably could use some seasoning in triple A. Um, I think he does make it to the big league roster at some point. Um, you know, I don't think Max Stassi is deserving of an everyday role. Um, but yeah, just to cover what what Ohapi did last year in double A, um, he hit 26 home runs. He struck out less than 17% of the time. Um, he The power numbers are there. The average is there. I actually saw him in person last year. Um, I went to a yard goats game and I was lucky yeah. enough to, to see him hit. And and in person, I mean, in the box, he, he checks all the boxes. Um, so I, I think he's, he's my next favorite option after Moreno. Yeah. And about these rookies, these are mostly guys, like I said, or we're putting on a watch list and right. <clears throat> excuse me. And this is how you can get advantage is if you know about players coming up, and you can watch them closely. What do you think happened last year with Michael Harris, right? A lot of leagues did not have him drafted, but if you were keeping your eye on him the second he came up and you selected him, you know, that's how you get an advantage and win a league post-draft. 
And that's a lot of these players that we're talking about right now. And, and you mentioned um, Bo Naylor, Luis Camposano, Indy Rodriguez. These young players are all talented. And the question is just, when will they get the call? It could be sooner than later if, you know, a player gets injured or if they're performing extremely well in the minors. But all of them offer something that is worth keeping an eye on in fantasy. Um, and it's it's funny because usually a position like catcher, you know, you have a lot of players who don't hit well. A lot of these names that we're talking about right now have the bat. Yep. Yeah, I mean, like, even a Francisco Alvarez, right, you would expect for him to, you know, he came up late in the year for the Mets last year. Um, but I think even a guy like him could really use some seasoning in AAA. I don't think the Mets really are in a position where they need to rush Francisco Alvarez and, like, force him into a DH role that might, you know, not be good for his development long term. Um, it's crazy that we're still talking about Luis Camposano as a prospect because I think we've been talking about him since like 2019. Yeah. Um, you know, hopefully he gets a shot this year because I think he's more than deserving of it. Um, you know, I just wanted to mention Andy Rodriguez real quick though before we move on to some more proven guys um, that we might be actually targeting that have guaranteed playing time or maybe guys that we're staying away from. But Andy Rodriguez was arguably the, the best hitter in the minor leagues last year. Um, this guy, you know, in high A as a 22-year-old switch hitting catcher, hit 302 with a 392 on base percentage and 16 bombs in 88 games. That's a 151 WRC+. plus. Then what does he do? He goes up to double A. What does he do in double A? Well, what does he do? He strikes out less. He cut his strikeout rate by 6%. He hits 356 in 31 games. And eight home runs in 31 games. That's a 199 WRC plus. He only kept getting better as the competition got harder. And did I mention, I did, he's a switch hitting catcher. I mean, this dude is a freak athlete who doesn't also, he plays outfield, he can play infield, he plays catcher. He's probably one of my favorite prospects in baseball. I have his Bowman Chrome auto cards. Like this guy I've been on for a long time. Um, and a guy that you need to put on your watch list. Again, he's not going to start opening day. Um, he's projected right now for, you know, 250 plate appearances. Maybe he gets more than that, but this is a guy you need on your watch list. And potentially if you're in a deeper league, this is the guy that you stash on your bench, knowing that when he does come up, he's a difference maker for you. Absolutely. And, you know, a guy like Aaron Nola is unlikely to really block him, right? It's not like the, the, the situation we saw in San Francisco where Joey Bart, who we don't even need to talk about, but, Joey Bart was kind of blocked for a moment there um, with with Buster Posey. So, yeah, I I think that's the type of guy that when he gets called up, he should be getting a ton of at-bats. But let's dive into a few players that we are going to avoid. Sure, sure. I'm going to bring up um, a guy that's being taken, you know, above even a Danny Jansen, and that's Kybert Ruiz. Um, Top prospect for many years in the Dodgers system was traded in the Max Scherzer, Trey Turner trade with Josiah Gray. Um, you know, I, I don't really know what happened to the power with Kiebert Ruiz. He hit 16 home runs in 52 games in AAA with the Dodgers um, in 2021. And it was like, wow, this dude has some serious pop. He struck out 11% of the time and hit above 300. I mean, there's like, there's really not many players that can do that. Um, but ever since he's landed with the Nationals and at the major league level, he wasn't able to activate that power. He had a 109 ISO last year. 
Um, he only hit seven home runs in 112 games. The hard hit rate was 32%. I mean, he pulls the crap out of the ball. He hits the ball. He pulls the ball 50% of the time and hits the ball in the air enough. But when you're not hitting the ball hard enough, those balls aren't going to leave the yard. And that's my only concern. I mean, I think, you know, I, I do think that Keeper Ruiz can hit above he hit 251 last year i think he can get closer to 300 because the hit tool is there he only struck out 11 percent at the major league level um but i just question the power and i also question this nationals lineup how is he going to score runs how is he going to drive in runs when no one is on base um this nationals lineup is really really bad so i don't really see the value for him right now at adp 190 um you know i i like to dream on the potential of keeper ruiz but i don't think that yeah. his value right now makes him worthy of a selection yeah and i'm i'm going to go kind of a cop out route and more or less just name some some teams i want to avoid whatever they have going on a catcher and Colby, I don't want to take a shot at you, but the Boston Red Sox situation at catcher, I'm going to avoid at all costs. I don't need anything going on with that. Reese McGuire, I, I'm I'm out. Wong, I'm out as well. Um, same with the Cubs. The Cubs do have a you know more of a defensive forward ca- catching room, if you will, with with Tucker Barnhart and Jan Gomes. Like I don't need anything to do with that or Tampa Bay. Carson Kelly is a guy who I feel like every single year pops up and has like a two or three week stretch. People pick him up. He drops off his playing time. Most likely will be affected with Moreno coming into Arizona. So those are a few guys that I want to avoid. But I I did want to ask you about Miami's catcher situation. Do you see any intrigue there at all? Absolutely not. No, no. Jacob Stallings was always a defensive forward catcher to begin with. Um, I hate Miami's ballpark. I don't like anything they have going on with that lineup. Um, I know that they just got Luis Arias, but I don't think that does anything for them. Um, I don't think we have to worry about Reese McGuire. He's ranked currently as the 39th ranked catcher. Um, Jorge Alfaro is actually being taken above him, um, and he signed a minor league deal with the Red Sox. So if that tells you anything about the Red Sox catching situation, um, you know, I did want to talk about some guys that are being taken a little higher, though. Um, Cal Raleigh and Travis Darno are, are, are two that that come to mind. Um, I think Cal Raleigh is a guy that a lot of people are going to be interested in and, and targeting in drafts because he, he's coming off of a career year. He hit 27 home runs. Um, bad average, 211 average. He strikes out almost 30% of the time. But those power numbers are pretty crazy. The Mariners lineup is good. He drove in 63 RBIs. Um, you know, for me, or our question to you is, does the power, you know, kind of overpower the lack of average for Cal Raleigh? Like, is that a guy that you're comfortable taking? I mean, he's being taken quite high, 164 ADP. That's right around where Sean Murphy's being taken um, and, and above Danny Jansen. Yeah, and the and the power is great, and you know he 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 was a pretty good prospect coming up, and he's going to get at bats. They've kind of cleared up the catching situation that they have in Seattle by moving on from a couple of people. But I worry about that average. I worry about that strikeout rate. It pretty much has to be if he doesn't hit twenty five plus home runs for you, it's going to be a huge hole. So in my opinion, I I would just rather target other players in that general area. Um, again, maybe someone a little bit di- different type of style with with upside like like Moreno, who I just keep coming back to. Right, I I don't know why I just feel like that 
that's the type of catcher that I want to be taking if I'm not taking a top 10 guy. I'm I'm just going to be on the Danny Jansen train yeah. all the way till drafts. I mean, you just let's compare Danny Jansen and Cal Raleigh for a second, right? Danny Jansen could hit easily 25 home runs this year. Um, Cal Raleigh hit 27. He's projected around 25 this year, but at a 211 batting average last year. I mean, like I'm taking Danny Jansen with his 260 to 270 average with 23 home runs rather than 211 and 27 again. Yeah. Like, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Um, but yeah, let's move on to Travis Darno because that's another guy that's being taken, you know, right around where where Cal Raleigh's being taken. Um, is this a guy that you're you're targeting? Not really a player that I, I have a lot of interest in in the past. Um, another one of those guys that I avoid. It's just it seems to to me it's a little bit streaky with him from time to time. And at, at this point, I mean, we I feel like we've talked about just about every name that matters and even some that don't. And there's just so many other options. The more that we talk about this, the deeper I realize the position is. And again, I would just rather select somebody else. Yeah, agreed. I mean, you kind of know what you're getting with with Darno at this point, right? He's got pop. He's going to hit for a fine average. Um, and it's a good lineup, but yeah, it's not, it's not a, a sexy option by any means. Um, is there anybody else that we haven't covered that you're interested in? I feel like we've actually gone through this list pretty quick. Um, and maybe we just want to recap kind of the guys that were, were all over. Um, but maybe we missed someone. Not really anybody that we truly missed. I mean, Elias Diaz is a guy who was pretty good two years ago and last year was pretty bad. And, you know, he plays in a ballpark that, is hitter friendly and um he's the type of guy if you're in a super deep league or like an nl only league like i would be looking you know doing a deep dive into him if if you have an injury and you need to replace a guy but not a ton of guys you know gary sanchez is nothing to me like i have no interest in any gary sanchez stock whatsoever there's probably still a few gary sanchez believers or maybe just guys that are holding on to the past um, you did bring up Joey Bart quickly and Joey Bart surprisingly is being taken as a top 25 catcher right now. Um, I'm not getting anywhere close to Joey Bart. He plays in a terrible home ballpark. He strikes out what did he, he strike out almost 40% of the time last year. Um, and really wasn't a great hitter even in the minor leagues. So, you know, I don't really get the, the love for Joey Bart. Um, that's a guy for me. It's like, okay, if you show me, you can do it. Maybe I'll be interested, but I'm not taking you um as if you're some upside selection right you can get Bo Naylor right around where he's taken as well as Gabriel Moreno so like for me I would rather reach up a couple rounds take a Bo Naylor Gabriel Moreno than I would wait for on a Joey Bart Joey Bart's the type of player like I'm okay if I miss on like if he explodes and someone selects him like I don't have any ill will there or any bad feelings like I don't want to be the person who selects him counting on his breakout counting that he's going to fix the strikeout problem let that be someone else risk not mine yep totally all right so let's just recap real quick kind of who we're interested in um i know i'm going to be super interested in danny jansen that'll probably be my number one you know target in almost all the drafts i'm doing because i love the value there if i'm getting him below a top 200 pick um i think we're both very interested in gabriel moreno uh logan ohapi is a guy to keep on your watch list um you know is there anybody else that you're really interested in or, or not really interested in? i know tyler stevenson is a guy for me that i don't really love at his current price as well yeah and and that's the thing i love him as a player as a fantasy player at that value just not really going to cut it for me 
Yasmani Grandal is a guy that I will not touch whatsoever, even if it's a hot start. Like, let that be someone else's thing. I know how good he was up until last year, but what we saw from him last year looked like a player who's in the twilight of his career. Um, so, yeah, a lot of the the rookies that we talked about, guys to really keep an eye on. Um, but uh, other than that, I, I, th- I think that we pretty much covered the entire catching position pretty well. Perfect. Yeah, that'll, that'll do it then. Um, this was just fantasy baseball. As always, we're going to be delivering all of our rankings through the positions. We're just starting with catchers, and we'll move on to, to other positions later on. Um, thanks for listening, and we'll, we'll see you soon. Yeah.